Before we jump into the episode, I want to let you know about an event that I am holding with Denise Albright, CEO of DeniseAlbright.com, former guest on the podcast and the creator of the Class Keeper app, which is our preferred app solution for all things kiddo keepsakes. So if you struggle with kiddo keepsakes, keeping them straight, keeping them organized, all of the things, which is so, so common, Join us on Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day at 1 p.m. on Facebook Live. This is a free event. We're telling you all about the clutter-free kids keepsake solution, the Class Keeper app, straight from Denise. She's going to be sharing a ton of tips and tricks. We are going to be giving away some fun stuff, and we can't wait to see you there. Check out the link in the show notes for the RSVP details on Facebook, and I can't wait to get all this info to you. See you then. You're listening to the Tidy Revival Podcast, where we explore the stories and emotions behind decluttering and home organization. I'm your host, Carly Adams, home organizer and creator of the clutter-free home process. Now, this is the time where I remind you that this is not a show for little ears. If your kids are in the room, please pause now. This show has an explicit rating. We're going deep. We're going through your shit while we're going through your shit. Now, let's get started question of the week. This week I was asked, how do you create homes for things? And this is definitely something that I dive into in a lot more detail in our private community, the clutter-free home process, but the too long didn't read version. And the thing that I want people to think about when they're starting to create homes for things, um, the biggest, biggest, biggest questions to ask yourself are, where are you when you need to find the thing, what are you kind of doing? What is the flow about your day when you're looking for said item? And that can really help you determine where you are going to want to keep said thing. Uh, For instance, if you are looking to create a mail solution, you're going to want to make it as easy as possible for you to continue the natural walking flow of how you bring in your mail and where you set it down. So a lot of people set it down on their kitchen island. So I encourage them to make a mail solution on or near their kitchen island. So it could be a little bit more organized, tidy, maybe vertical instead of just a horizontal pile. But if you make that solution close to where you are when you need that thing or where close to where you already are when you're naturally making the pile, it'll be a lot easier to keep up with the solution. Another example we use here at home is having keys near the back door because that's the door that we are exiting when we leave the house. And so if I have my keys right next to it, then when I come in, boom, I can put it on the hook. When I go to leave, I can just look at the hook, grab it, and I'm right out the door into my garage. So I hope this helps you as you're getting started. If you have more questions for us, you have another question that you want answered in a question of the week, or you need me to expand on this a little bit more, let me know. I want to get you to where you're at. You can always email me at carly at tidyrevival.com or DM us on Instagram. Those are the fastest ways to get a hold of me. Hey there, before we dive into this episode, I wanted to give a quick disclaimer that I completely messed up how I set up the audio on my end when I was recording this episode. So if my side of the audio doesn't feel up to par, 
I apologize. It's a human error. And in the spirit of progress over perfection and practicing what we preach, we decided to just roll with it instead of re-recording about two hours of content between my episode and Tammy's. So here you go. Hi, Tammy. Hi, Carly. I'm so excited that we're doing this. So we are doing twinsy episodes on our shows and yours is going to be released the day after mine. So if you listen to this, the day this comes out tomorrow will be the second half on Tammy's podcast. And we are talking about things that take five minutes that make us feel 5,000 times better. And I'm so excited. Me too. And we're going to share five each. So even if you do all of them, it will be less than a half an hour and you will feel whatever five <laughs> times 5,000 is times better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's breaking it down to the little, we're getting into the little things you can do to help you feel less like shit, which is what we are both all about. Absolutely. And I just want to just throw this out here because we are the Tidy Revival podcast. It is really hard to tidy slash declutter slash get your shit in order when you yourself feel like shit. 100%. If you're somebody who is right now going, I'm listening to this podcast because I want to learn all the things. Take this little nugget with you. When you feel better, you have more energy and more time to make your home feel better. Yeah. And look better. So. Yeah. And I will also say that on a related note, I hear a lot. People send me a lot of struggle care posts on online. They're really into struggle care as a concept, but then also specifically domestic blisters on TikTok. It was amazing. I love Casey Davis. Everyone does. How could you not love her? She's great. Um, I think one of the things to remember is that when you are not feeling optimal, these are things that you can do. And even if it's not about organizing or decluttering per se, but you do one of the other ones, that just helps you feel better, that all matters. Yeah. Also, can't we like declutter our brain and declutter like the inside of our body and like tidy up our our physical appearance and how our mental health, like it's all related. Mm -hmm. And, And one of the reasons I think so many people really connect to what Casey is saying over there on her podcast and on her TikToks and all the things that she puts out and in her book, Keeping House While Drowning, A, the moral neutrality of the the situation. Like you're not a better person because your house is tidy. And you're also not a garbage person if your house is more cluttered than you wish it would be. Mm -hmm. Those things are, those are not actually related. Yeah. Or I I will say in in this generation, Mm -hmm. I will say in earlier generations, it was straight up. It was a hundred percent. You were judged on that stuff. So for me, there's a lot of unlearning. Also, we aren't going for aesthetics on our organizing or even our self-care. We're going for like getting down to what makes this functional, what takes care of future me, what makes this moment filled more with ease rather than like strife and anxiety and suffering yeah like we're just we're here to remove some suffering Mm -hmm. from your self-care and from your tidying yes a hundred percent and to know that you are not alone 
So these are just going to be some simple tips that any of us can do, but we have all been there. If you're on a struggle bus right now, we have all been there. And I know that you and I have a similar journey in that we started learning about the things that we coach and teach and help other people with because it came from a place of this is important in my life too. And it's drastically changed my life. And now I really, really want to share it with you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I am a self-care evangelist because no one needs self-care more than me. Yeah. I, mean, I, wish, I wish I could bring my 20 years ago self out, like, like drag her out of a closet. Like I just have her hanging in a closet. I could take her out when I need her like a prop and be like, okay, see this, see, <laughs> see, she's a little rough around the edges and she's really critical and she's really mean mostly to herself. Also, she doesn't take good care of herself. She's hungry. She's tired. She perhaps is a little poisonous with the nicotine and the alcohol circulating kind of all at all times. All times. Mm-hmm. And she's funny, but she's suffering. Yeah. We have very similar 20 years in the past versions of ourselves. Okay. So before we dive into it, for anyone who for some reason didn't listen to your last episode, um, who are you, Tammy Hackworth? And what do you do in the world? Well, Carly Adams, I am a keynote speaker, an author of a brand new book. I am a podcast host and a life and work coach, specifically working with tired women who want to get their time and energy back so that they can create the world they want to live in. My podcast that you'll be listening to tomorrow, friends, come on over and join the party is 100% guilt-free self-care. My book is called The Essential Guide to 100% Guilt-Free Self-Care. Get your time and energy back to create the world you want to live in. Just just released here in January. And I work with women specifically. I do have a few, I have had male clients before, but predominantly I work with women. And, And the reason is women are tasked with so much more invisible labor, so much more mental load in their homes, so much drudgery and what Eve Rodsky in Fair Play calls, what does she call it? The daily grind. You know, mm-hmm. the feeding people, the laundry, yep. the decluttering, the the never the dishes, the, the tasks, the keeping of the birthday party lists and the sizes of the clothes the kids are in and mm-hmm. and where you're going to put the you where you're saving the baby clothes for your sister-in-law and the, 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 the. women are tired and they are as i'm finding out the more people i talk to they're kind of seething with rage under the surface yeah because they're like i can't do the thing I want to need to do because I'm too busy doing for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So my why of what gets me up in the world in the morning is I want to help women say, you know what? I'm gonna need a minute. Gonna need a minute for myself so I can get my own shit together so I can go out and do the things I was born to do 
whether that be a really responsive parent who shows up at stuff and is like sees each kid in their family as a separate individual and that has special needs and that 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 you can show up as the parent you want to be or the person who's like I just want to give my all to my job guess what friends we can't do that without taking deep care of ourselves and getting our shit together yeah. we can't do it it just is kind of ugly and it doesn't feel good but we things don't have to feel the way that they do for most people Mm-hmm. And I, having worked extensively with you and been in your programs and done one-on-one coaching with you, I started working with you and I didn't really know you very well. Now I know you much better, but I have to say the biggest change that has happened in my life is that I now have this toolkit that I can draw from so that when things inevitably get a little off track as they do. And that's a part of nature, just like with our systems, they might get off track, but because we have the systems, we know how to quickly reset things. And that's the toolkit that I have now for self-care. When I feel like things are getting unruly, I can say, oh, okay, 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 okay. Let's take a reset, but we know what we need to do to get there versus starting from scratch when I just had a lot of medical issues that were definitely related to stress, but I didn't have a toolkit. And so I talk about it a lot, but I just want to say again, thank you, Tammy. I appreciate you. Well, Carly, I can say the same thing for working with you. I mean, everyone should know that our relationship business-wise and friendship is a hundred percent reciprocated. Yes. And you have helped me really make peace in my home in a way that I'm like, I didn't even know that was possible. Yes. Dang, girl. Now I, I feel good at home. This works out great. We, I've had so much fun with you in your home and you're doing amazing. And yeah, it's just, it's all, it's all good stuff. And I, I love how much our work coincides. I think it's really, really fun. Yeah, our work definitely holds hands. Yeah, it holds hands, skips down the street, it does big hugs, and it just like throws daisies around to strangers. Absolutely. I was thinking confetti, but confetti daisies are are, are a thing. Ooh, and they'll be biodegradable. Totally. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive in to the five things to help you feel 5,000 times better, help you feel less like shit. And Tammy's going to give her five things on my podcast. And then I am going to do the same on hers. So I'm just going to hand over the mic. Let's talk about number one. Okay. I I sent these to you ahead of time, but I'll just say I changed the order because I'm just going to rip the bandaid off Mm -hmm. for everyone who's listening. Are you ready? Yep. If you want to feel five, let's say 5 million times better. The number one thing you need to do is move your fucking body. I know Everyone wants the answer to every goddamn question that they ask to not be exercise, but the answer is exercise. And I'm not talking about putting on your Jane Fonda workout tape from 1982 or your leggings or your leg warmers. I'm talking about getting up from wherever you are and walking around your house putting on your jacket and your shoes and walking outside 
moving your body is the answer to so many of life's questions that I, I hate that that's the answer. I, I, but I've been testing this for a very long time. And I read, as you know, Carly, I'm a voracious reader and it doesn't matter what I'm reading about. The answer to the question of how can I feel better? The answer 100% of the time is move your fucking body. Yeah. It's a very, it's an inconvenient truth. There it is. An Al Gore reference, people. We just, we just dove in there. Another inconvenient truth is exercise is the goddamn answer. Yeah. Global warming, exercise. Boom. Yeah, and you know, this could be related too. Like if everybody got out of their car and the buses and all that, there might be, oh wait, we know that there was a difference. Like during the, remember at the beginning of the pandemic when like the earth healed itself when everybody stopped. Oh my gosh. Stopped. When I was taking legit four, I was doing like four workout, not workout workouts, but like four sessions of working out a day because I just had the time. Well, yeah, that's what you also what else am I doing? And I need to feel better. I need to eat endorphins. Exactly. We are like, you know what always makes you feel better? Working out. And it, here's the thing. Like, I know a lot of people have resistance to this. And a lot of people just went, I hate you. Yeah, me too. Guess what? You're not alone. You're we not ourselves. Yeah. Right. But this is the thing. Like, I've never thought, oh, I feel terrible after I worked out. Never. I tell you, I feel terrible before. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel terrible during. Mm-hmm. But I do not exercise for the before and the middle. I actually, this is an end goal that I'm working out for. Yes. Clears 100%. my head, makes my, I sometimes I feel like I'm a rusty bucket of bolts because PS, as you get older, your body's like, oh, now you're a rusty robot and lets you move yeah. your body. Oh um, my gosh. Yeah. I hate that. But I, here we go. Um, I have to tell you something really funny. I was listening to a podcast of somebody that I love and they had a guest on and I happened to know that they're both like in their mid twenties and they said something about stretching and they're like, Oh, I always, I always forget to stretch. I should stretch. I need to stretch, but I don't. And they laugh and it's cute. And I was like, just give it time, girls. Give it time. Cause it's like, it is not optional anymore. The stretching. Well, I'm, as I like to say, 25 backwards, meaning I am 52 friends. And I will tell you in my twenties, I thought about exercising and I felt better, but it went real downhill with every decade. And it's not downhill as in like, Oh, I feel worse. But no, I kind of feel the same. I don't want to do it while I'm doing it. I'm like, okay, I'm doing the thing. But really what I'm going for is that feeling after, which is, mm-hmm. oh, thank God that's done. And I feel so much better. And I feel like these are things that, I, I mean, again, it doesn't have to be a long period of time. If this is like five minutes, will do you. A little dab will do you. Absolutely. I use, so, you know, I'm a big proponent of using the Pomodoro method. And if, for those of you that don't know, hmm. this method, this productivity tip was, invented by this guy in Italy and it was, he used a tomato timer. So that's where the Pomodoro live and die by this. I've Mm -hmm. set my timer for 25 minutes, pretty much to do everything in my life. The timer goes off and I'm super focused because I'm like, oh my God, I'm racing the clock. 
I'm writing a newsletter. I'm like cleaning the bath. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. Only 25 minutes. We got a timer and suddenly I'm hyper-focused. And then I set a timer again for five minutes and I always get up and move my body. Sometimes I will do like a little sun salutation. Sometimes I will do a little, I was going to say downward dog. I don't do the downward dog because I got a jacked up shoulder and don't do stuff that hurts, but I will do a downward dog on a table. If you Mm -hmm. can picture just like like, the top of me is on the table and my feet are on the floor and you get a really good stretch that way. Yeah. Uh, Right. I have a desk bike, so I will hop on the desk bike and do five minutes while I'm pleasure scrolling on Instagram. The point is, is every single half hour block, I have a five minute movement break in there. Sometimes I'll just get up, use the restroom, come back through the kitchen, grab some water and the five minutes is up, but I've done a lap or two around the house. Okay. But this is the thing. If I didn't do that, I may never move my body. Yeah. Right. So I just build it into my day. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of, if I have a call with somebody, but it's more of a catch up that we'll just do. And Tammy and I have done this. We'll just do an actual call and then just both are in our neighborhood walking around, which is really nice. I know. And I remember during the pandemic, we even did a Zoom call and I hung my phone on a tree branch, obviously oh, a, low, yes. a low one. And I just, I jumped rope while we were yeah. on the call. And obviously you can't do that with everyone. Like I don't do my client calls while I'm moving, except sometimes I do. Like if, if I'm on a phone call with a client, I will pace or I have a tiny trampoline and I'll walk on that or I'll hop on it while someone else is talking. If you can't tell at least one of the people talking in your ears right now may have a little touch of the ADHDs in them and some, some movement helps them actually think. So mm-hmm. if you want to feel better, a lot better, build a five minute movement of any sort, any sort, any sort. I, and by the way, I am not changing my clothes or my shoes. Sometimes I'm riding this bike in my pajamas. Sometimes I'm like right now I'm wearing jeans and a sweater and a shirt. I got my hair, like I have lipstick on. And yet right before this call, I was walking around my house. I was, I always am picturing myself as a senior citizen, just like straight up mall walking in my house. But I tell you what, I am going to be a healthy senior citizen that is like flexible and mobile and independent because I am moving. Yeah. And mobility is really, really everything. Totally. Are we friends on social media yet? Whether your jam is Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, or Facebook, follow us at Tidy Revival for tips and updates. Okay. What is your second, your second tip? Okay. Because we are on the fuck you. I don't want to do that train. Let's go with meditate. That's right. People. I just said exercise and then sit down and do nothing. (laughs) Okay. So here's, here's what I'm going to say about meditation. So many people resist meditation and this is what I hear. Let's see 100% of the times when I bring this up, people go, I'm bad at meditation. Yeah. Everyone is bad at meditation. Everyone. 
But that guy who like kind of meditates for a living, he's good at, no, he's not. He is still practicing. It's called a practice. Practice. So if you have never sat quietly watching your breath for five minutes, you do not know how long eternity is. So if you are somebody who is like, I am so overwhelmed. I have so many things to do. I am in such a hurry. I challenge you to sit for five minutes doing nothing, but watching your breath. And you're like, I, how can I watch my breath? Well, if you're fancy and it's winter, go outside, sit in a chair and literally watch that puff of cold or warm air come out of your mouth and like, or you could sit in front of a candle and you could watch the flame flicker by watching your breath. You could lay down, set an alarm, friends, you will fall asleep. You could lay down on your bed, put one hand on your heart and one hand on your belly. And then you could focus on just noticing. You're like, oh shit, where do I breathe? When I breathe, does my belly hand go up first or does my chest hand go up first? Oh my God, do my hands move at all? Am I dead? These are thoughts I've literally had when I'm meditating. Am I dead? I don't, there's nothing going on here. What's happening, (laughs) right? So again, a lot of people have this idea that meditation has to be perfect. You need an outfit. You need accoutrements. You need a special pillow. You need the special pillow and you definitely need to hire a monk to come to your house. When really, when we get stuck in perfectionism, It's just procrastination and procrastination Mm -hmm. is just your brain saying you are terrible at this. You should avoid doing things you're terrible at. And the, and, and that's bullshit. A hack that I have found to be really helpful is I remember when you and I first started talking about meditation and you gave the permission slip to do it in a position that felt best to me and that lying in my bed counted. So even if I did it at the end of the day before I go to sleep, or if I did it first thing when I woke up before I got out of bed, that was that also counted. And I remember that being like a light bulb moment. Um, and then the hack that I use all the time, even now, because I don't even know if I've ever gone past like maybe 15 minutes for meditating. Like that's the farthest, but usually it's a five or a 10 minute sometimes a three, depending on my day, you can find a lot of free guided meditations on YouTube. So you don't even have to download another app and they're guided and they will help you through it. And it just kind of takes the pressure off. All you have to do is listen to them and do what they say. Yes. And I will, I will make a plug here for my two favorite meditation apps, which are Headspace because I'm OG user, love them. And also calm. Here's the thing. I want to tell you a lot of health, health provider will pay for your meditation app. Ask at work, ask your healthcare provider. If you are somebody that's curious about using an app, Headspace has a lot of either low cost or free meditations available for certain professions and check with your employer because a lot of times they will pay for Things like meditation apps, because these wellness things, these wellness things, these wellness practices, they reduce stress 
so much in the workplace that it actually increases the bottom line for businesses because people are healthier and happier. And by the way, if you uh, have a workplace that has wellness days, why don't you hit up me and Carly because we could come in and teach your business all your business. Yes, yes, absolutely. These are things that are important to bring to the workplace for that reason. They do, they increase productivity, they increase employee you know, satisfaction and just wellness in general. It's, it's wellness. Absolutely. And just one more little asterisk on what Carly said about that permission for doing meditation in a way that's comfortable for your body. I just have to say, friends, you are the boss of your own body. There's no meditation police. You can lay down or sit up, do it in your car, do it in your bed. It doesn't matter. Don't let the don't let perfect be the enemy of the good in this situation. Really, it's a shut up and sit wherever you are. And don't forget to set a timer. And you will be astonished at how long five minutes is. Mm-hmm. Absolutely astonished. I mean, if you happen to have a Fitbit or some sort of technology device that device that tracks things, um, when I was using Fitbit Pro, something I like to do was do their meditations because it would track your session, but it would also track your heart rate during the session. So you could see how it decreased when you did it. And no matter how short the session was, my, my heart rate always decreased. And I just found that to be almost, I'm going to say promising, like, okay, if I do this, then I know my body is literally relaxing. And that's why I continue to do it. Okay. And just, I want to do yet another little asterisk on this. And that is the, the latest research on movement is you need like 10 minute spurts three times a day. Mm -hmm. The latest research on meditation, if you meditate for 10 minutes a day, it literally changes the architecture of your brain. Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. By the way, five minutes is halfway to 10, right? Like this is like a big deal. Like it doesn't take a huge amount of time to really change like your physiology. Mm -hmm. That's bonkers. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. Also, I'm just, I'm laughing because I don't know if I would mention this on any other podcast, but since this is the Tidy Revival podcast, did you know that, I don't know what, how many hours people spend a week looking for their keys? No. But a lot, right? And you're like, no, they have a key bowl or they have a hook. Well, guess what? A lot of people don't. So for those of you that now have a key bowl or a key place where you Um, always put your keys, you can use the time you would have been looking for your keys to sit down and meditate. A hundred percent. And you probably... Like you just elongated your life because you're not all mad about losing your keys again. Yeah. I mean, it really is like all of this intertwines and it all really is literally life-changing stuff. You can lengthen your life by doing some of these things. And it's not just lengthen your life so you can live longer because who wants to feel like shit longer? Yeah, facts. Uh, 
right? This is a, you can live longer and also not want to end things sooner. Like you actually, like you feel better. Okay. This episode is brought to you by the clutter-free home process, my online course community that teaches you the process I use with every client, including how to declutter and get things out of your home. Yes, including the tough stuff. We're also going to create simple systems and learn how to maintain it all with personalized support and accountability along the way for six months. Learn more at tidyrevival.com forward slash course. Okay. Are you ready for number three? Absolutely. Okay. Go outside. Doesn't matter where you are. And it doesn't matter what the weather is, unless it's like a hurricane or some crazy thing. But going outside helps your mental health. Everything that helps your mental health, I'm like, we should do this more. Right. And if you can't get outside, you can look out a window. And if you can't look out a window, you can look at your indoor plants. And if you can't look at your indoor plants, cause you don't have any, you can go online and you can look at pictures of plants because all of this out outdoor nonsense, it lowers your stress. It decreases your cortisol. It basically calms your brain into being like, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. The outdoors, the outdoors is soothing my anxious soul. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, Carly, when I was in my late 20s, I, I, I wish this is a quotable slash tweetable. I said out loud to a friend, I'm going to let you finish drinking your, your, <laughs> whatever you're drinking. Probably I'll spit it out. Yeah. I said, and I quote, Sme drink day drinking in a bar in Portland, Oregon on a sunny day in my late 20s. I don't really get the outdoors. Dear listener, I was so fucking depressed when I lived in Portland. Gee, I wonder why. And also, Portland is one of the most beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful places outside ever. And I was like, ever in my entire life. Yeah. It didn't really do it for me. And now I'm like, I go outside every day, all day. I work outside. I've. If I'm in a bad mood, I go outside. If I'm in a good mood, I go outside. If I need a break, I go outside. Also, I've done a lot of reading about the ridiculous amount of benefits that you get from being outside. So I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Yeah, I have taken to, I do twice weekly, generally, unless it's been really, really rainy, but generally twice weekly walks with a friend outside along the river and it's right around dawn, we end up seeing a lot of wildlife. The other day we saw two bucks that were in their little thicket and they were just looking at us and they were just relaxed. And it's a beautiful way to start my day. I'm over here shaking my head, like a bobblehead. Like I know friend, I know. I, I, yeah. It does wonders for my mental health. Right. And I know a lot of people are sunset people. Mm-hmm. I'm a sunrise oh, yeah. person, but the mm-hmm. point is, is like the only place you see them is if you, they happen every day and you'll miss them if you don't go looking. Yeah. They only happen outside. That's actually a little known fact. Yeah. Little known fact about these rise. Not, not inside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, but here's the thing getting outside, like just open a window, go outside, 
whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beautiful. It's a, thing. it's a thing. Okay. Are you ready for number four? Love it. Okay. Massage your own body. What? I know. Maybe it sounds nutty, but you can in under five minutes, get some blood flow going, get yourself a nice oil, get yourself a nice, really thick emollient lotion. At this point, we're all leading a little moisture here in the winter. Do your hands, do your feet, do your lower legs. Just like there's this idea. So we all know about fight and flight, right? Our nervous system is up and we're ready to either fight our enemy or run away from the enemy. The other one is freeze. There's another response friend and that is fawn. So you can also chill out your nervous system by tending and befriending yourself. So you can like give yourself a hug. You can like rub nice oil and lotion, like I said, on your hands, but don't forget your wrists, which go up to your forearms. Don't forget your elbows. And now you're looking fine and moisturized and you have tended and befriended yourself and really calmed your nervous system. Mm-hmm. Spending even five minutes with a foam roller or as someone who's prone to headaches, I do pretty much every day. I'll take a tennis ball along my shoulder blades on my back. So it's a tennis ball, a wall and me just having a grand old time, getting the knots out the places that I can't reach. And it's just absolutely beautiful. But five minutes can make a world of difference. By the way, Carly's putting lotion in her hands right now. I know, I got jealous. What I would love to say right now is I want something, a product from us called a wall, a tennis ball and me. Because, (laughs) Because also, if you take that same tennis ball and your same back, but instead of putting the tennis ball on your spine or next to your shoulder blades, you tuck it behind your tush. Mm-hmm. Kind of roll around there. Yeah. And then you'll find out how tense your butt is. Yeah. And you'll find out that you're like, wow, I hold a lot of tension in my butt and my hips. And oh my God, when I roll on the ball, do not do this on the floor because it will feel like someone is stabbing you with a knife in your butt. Unless you have a really, really tough spot, then you can kind of lay on the floor and then just kind of lay on that spot. Let gravity, don't move it, just lay. And then you can kind of like shake a little bit and move it a little bit. It it will help. Yes, but I will say for beginners and everyone's a beginner until you do it. If you're not experienced with this, laying on the floor is advanced yoga. It is. Going on there because you can't control the pressure. Yes. When you're holding it against a wall, you can. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. a, just a point of, of, of noticing the smaller the ball, the more intense mm-hmm. this is. I, I had <laughs> never done that before until I did this amazing workshop that quite honestly, I wish she still does, but she's moved on to a different phase in her career. But my good friend, Lindsay Levi did this workshop. I want to say it was called do anything better. And it was basically a workshop that taught you all about stretching. And I still use some of these stretches regularly, but I never done them before this workshop. It was amazing. And one of them we had 
Oh gosh, this little ball. I guess it'd be. A, is it a racquetball? Like it's a little. Is it pink? It's gray. Yeah, and either gray little, or pink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a racquetball. Can you tell I'm not a wasp? And I was like, "What is that? You're is like four fifty-five. <laughs> I feel like truly I've never seen one in my life. Anyway, so you take that and then you put it under the. This is the ball of your foot. What is this? Well, I guess you could the arch. So you kind of go from like the wall to the arch and like uh, along your toes and stuff. And it just really improves the circulation and the flexibility and just help. It helps your feet immensely. I'd never done it before that. And it is just such a, it's such a baller move. (laughs) Well, okay. So I learned all this weird, like self-massage stuff from my girl, Michelle Marlihan over at It's All Yoga. Love. Oh, Michelle will have you like bare pawn your whole body. And at the end, you're like, I feel like I just got worked over in the best possible way. Yeah. And free. Yeah. Because massage can add up traditional massage. I mean, I love it. And I do get a massage regularly again for the headaches, but it really can add up. So these. <laughs> I have one of those self massagers. I do too. Yeah. This is what I want to say. We're saying five minutes every day. And here's why five minutes every day will get you further than 60 minutes once a year. Yes. We'll get you further than 60 minutes once a week. Mm-hmm. So this idea is like, nobody has 60 minutes to do. Like, I don't have time. Guess what? You guys, everyone has five minutes. I know mm-hmm. this because you're listening to a podcast. You could be massaging your feet right now. You could exactly. be rolling your feet gently on some sort of rolling surface. You mm-hmm. could be using that tennis ball on your back while you are doing this. You could go outside and go on a walk. You could do anything for five minutes. It's- we don't, we don't want to wait to let, a let somebody else take care of our bodies and our mental health. Nor do we want to be like, oh, when I can do it right, when I can do it perfectly, schedule that massage with Mm -hmm. the massage therapist. And we both don't have COVID and we, I've got parking, Mm -hmm. I got a babysitter, no, Mm -hmm. go to your bathroom or your cupboard or wherever you keep the lotion that you are saving for a good occasion and just use it, get that lotion before you have to declutter it in the garbage because it got rancid because you didn't use it. Yep. Go ahead and grab that one, the expensive one, the one you're like, I'm not even going to put this out because I don't want my family to use it. Yeah, that's that the one. one. Get that real, your favorite scent and just put it on your hands right now. Mm-hmm. And, and just then massage. maybe spend a little time on your cuticles. And massage that little space in between your thumb and your first finger, that little pad right there. Just that massage will, that. that. That right there will save you hundreds in in massage as well as headache maneuvers. Because that like, if you get in there real good, that will help you get rid of a headache. Oh yeah, my mom would do that for me when I had a headache as a kid. It was like the sweetest act of love that will never leave my memory. Also, P.S., you know who's really good at this? A spouse. You're like, can you rub this like three inch area mm-hmm. in five minutes for me I will yeah. do this in a second yeah absolutely I love this I've also gotten really into shower oils 
Yes. To put on while I'm in the shower before I get out, kind of shake off and add lotion all over my arms and my legs. And then I pat dry and it's just. You're locking in the moisture, locking in the moisture. And then I just feel honestly, just like a rich bitch, you know? Yes, I do know. Cause you're like, did I just change how I feel on the inside of my clothes? Okay. Weird. Just feeling good. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Okay. And then I have one last thing that I do every day. Hey, hon, are you looking to jumpstart your organization? Check out my free printable decluttering guide to give you inspiration on where to start. Just head to tidyrevival.com forward slash guide to get started. Okay. And then I have one last thing that I do every day. Are you ready? I am ready. I do a ta-da list. You're like, what the fuck is a ta-da list? Well, I know everybody listening to this has a to-do list. I would like to just remind you, your to-do list is a list you haven't done yet. Your to-do list is a bunch of open tabs on a bunch of shit that eventually you will feel bad about. A ta-da list is the opposite. A ta-da list is a list of shit you've already done that you, it's like, it's like a to-do list with all checked marks. Every single day I ask myself, what did I do well? What is something I did well today? And I have to sometimes think, cause I'll think everything sucked today. And then I'll go, no, actually I handled that interaction with my preteen like a champ. That should be noted. That's number one. That's number three. Number two, I put on a cute outfit, even though no one could see me because I am important too. And I went outside. Right? If you have a list of your accomplishments, you'll be like, damn girl, your brain is a liar. You did get stuff done today. Yeah. Remember? Remember recently we were on a clutter-free home process call, PS, live calls with Carly are awesome. And I I was sitting in my office. I've been redoing my office since my family went back to school after COVID. COVID is not over. Just going to put that asterisk in there, but they did go back to school. I have Mm -hmm. my office back and I was telling Carly, like, it's not done. I can't believe it. La, 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 la. And then we went back and we looked at my to-do list. And I had forgotten to go back to my to-do list to make it a ta-da list. And by the time we went through my to-do list and turned it into a ta-da list, what I ended up saying was, oh my God, I didn't give myself enough credit for all the things I have done. Yeah. Damn it. And that really goes back to something that we talk about in the community a lot. And that is to celebrate every win because every win is a win. Right. And you also only notice those if you actually pay attention because our brains are hardwired to be like, I just need to know what is going to kill me or what is going to eat me or what is going to try to mate with me. That is really like biologically. That's it. it, Right. Mm -hmm. And so if your, your good hair day will be forgotten unless you write down, put effort into hair was totally worth it. (laughs) Did not yell at preteen. 
Congrats. It's totally worth it. Congratulations. Yeah. You are a great mom. Because I'm sure at some other point, and you can think of a dozen parts where you're like, you're the worst, right? So, but this really trains your brain to be like, oh my God, I'm not a complete garbage person. I, yes. did, I did work on that project. No, it is not finished yet, but neither am I. I'm mm-hmm. not quitting. So therefore I'm not done yet. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. I think that I one is to hear yours. I'm really excited to, to talk about it. And I know, again, if you listen to this, the day it comes out, then tomorrow, this will be coming out on Tammy's podcast. So you can hear my list on hers. And Tammy, before we get into final thoughts, since you are here, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that you are a current clutter-free home process student. And for anyone at home, because it gets mentioned here and there, but if anyone at home is considering it, I just want to ask you one question. What is your favorite part about the community? Well, that was a long pause because I have so many favorite parts. I will start with the thing I always come back to, and that is... I'm not alone. I, when, before I started working with Carly, I had so much shame around the parts of my house that I just couldn't figure out how to declutter by myself. And I was like, because I was comparing my messy insides to everybody else's curated outsides. Uh And when you, you came, we were, so we've worked together in person, we work together one-on-one. I'm part of the, the community. You are just straight up, everyone has piles. And I was like, no, no. Because remember before COVID, we would go to people's houses. I never saw their piles. Oh, yeah. Because everyone is throwing them in a bin and shoving it in the closet. Or in the do not disturb room, the do yeah. room, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and I realized I'm not by my, I'm not alone. And there's nothing wrong with me. Because everybody else is like, oh yeah, I have this thing. I don't know how to get rid of it. We're just going to let it be over there. It's going to be in flux for a while. I'm working on this other thing. And it helps me come back to my ongoing projects. So my, mm-hmm. my house is an ongoing project. And much like you're in my deferred maintenance crew, Carly, What's mm-hmm. I'll ask you on my pod too. But like, what's the thing that helps you by being in that community? There is... It's totally the toolkit toolkit, and it is resetting. Like going through, I'm so excited to be part of the Deferred Maintenance Immersion Alumni this year because it's going, I know that it is going to be all about resetting. And my word this year is about habits. And on a larger scale, it's about, it's about tapping into these self-care habits that I want to do, but the real actual like goal that I'm working on is just to make sure that I'm looking at my self-care tracker every day. Like that's the actual goal. Cause if I, if I even glance at the tracker, I can see one more little habit from the day that I'm like, Oh yeah, I can make sure to do that before the end of the day. Right. And also, cause you're like, I have data in my head that I've done that before. And I did feel better. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Right there in black and white. It's right yeah. there. And so, yeah, so it's, it's, it's digging into, into the habit building and 
it is that same thing. It's knowing you're not alone and that other people are working on these things and that perfection is a myth. We're not striving for it because also, it doesn't we're exist. Done. We're never done. We we're never are done. we're beautiful works in progress and it's fine. It's fine to be a work in progress. We, we all are. You're never, you're never going to be done. If you're done, you've, you've passed on. Yeah. Rest in peace, my friend. Rest in peace. Yeah. Otherwise, exactly. we're, we're just going to like get up and declutter tomorrow. And yeah. Then, and then we're going to do some self-care. We're going to like, go outside and move our bodies. But Tammy, do you have any final thoughts to share? I love you. I love you too. Very and much. I, I'm so glad that uh, we, on you guys, we already had this conversation a little bit on a, that's right, a walk and talk. A walk and talk. And we thought, oh my God, this would be a great podcast. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope everybody likes likes this. It's, it is more refined if you can believe it. But my final thoughts, thoughts are, there's nothing wrong with you, listener. You just need to keep going. Yeah. Small, yeah. small steps taken often get you where you want to be, whether mm -hmm. it is to declutter your home and to create systems or to get your time and energy back so you can create the bigger world that you want to live in. It's all done in these tiny increments of time. Love it. And I'm going to have all the links in our show notes as well. I'll have it to the Headspace and Calm app that we talked about, but then also everywhere that people can find you. But where can folks find you? I'm glad you asked, Carly. You can find me on the internet at TammyHackworth.com. You can find me on Instagram at TammyHackworth. You can find me on LinkedIn at TammyHackworth. And you can also find me on Facebook. I have a group there called 100% Guilt-Free Self-Care with Tammy Hackbarth. And you could also listen to my podcast where all podcasts are found. And my show is called 100% Guilt-Free Self-Care. And if you want to get to know me a little bit better and you want to read my book, it is called The Essential Guide to 100% Guilt-Free Self-Care. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today, Tammy. Thanks for having me. I'll see you tomorrow. This review of the week is by Connie and it's entitled Carly is a genius, which is so, so sweet. Carly is a gifted organizer. She arrives with a roll-on, efficient carrier equipped with everything she needs, a trash bag, recycle bag, donations bag, containers, wipes to clean shelves. She found more space on shelves and in closets after she reorganized and decluttered mine. She's kind. For example, she asked me things like, would you like me to move this and put it here? I was afraid or concerned I might be embarrassed by the condition of my rooms, but no, she said, I have no judgments. Our conversation was easy and fun. Carly has a wonderful sense of humor. She does extra things. She even fixed one earring that had broken with one of her several tools. She's a jewel worth every penny of her reasonable, very reasonable fee. Thank you so much, Connie. Connie is one of, as you can tell, one of my in-home clients, and I really appreciate your beautiful and generous review. If you would like to review the podcast, please feel free to rate and review on your favorite podcast app. It really helps us reach 
more folks and share it with more people. Thank you for tuning in today. If you want to learn more about how I can help you, head to tidyrevival.com to learn more about how I work with people one-on-one or in the clutter-free home process private community. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe so you'll always have access to the latest show. We would also love to hear your takeaways. Feel free to tag us at Tidy Revival on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok. The Tidy Revival podcast is written and hosted by me, Carly Adams, and edited by Brittany McLean. Title song, Maverick, is by Dresden the Flamingo. And until next time, remember that you got this.